the first Sunday in the month of December in the year 2023. And Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we can go back from January to now and we can see your hands. We can see your movement. We have experienced your goodness. We have experienced your love. We have experienced your grace. We have experienced your might. We have experienced breakthroughs upon breakthroughs. We thank you, Almighty God, for ways in which you have protected us. We thank you, Almighty God, for, way, for ways in which you have delivered us. We want to thank you, Almighty God, for ways in which you have come through, ways in which you have surprised us. Father, we thank you for it. We thank you so much, Almighty God. Blessed be your name, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord, this afternoon, as we enter into fellowship, Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that our fellowship will be with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and our fellowship will be with one another in the mighty name of Jesus. Glorify your name this afternoon. Glorify your name this afternoon. Glorify your name this afternoon. In the name of Jesus, let lives be touched. Let lives be transformed in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we give you praise. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. I want to welcome you to the communion service for this December 2023. Uh, the theme for this month is this year shall end in praise. In a moment, I'm sure to share screen with you and talk you through some things that God shared with me. And then we are going to pray using one of the Psalms to pray. And then we'll have our communion and then we will end uh, everything within the hour. So um, this year shall end in praise. When I was um, praying to God about this month, what has occurred to me is um, there are system of us here um, who may still be believing God for something. I said, look, I've tried, I've prayed from January to now. Nothing has happened. And that's why the word of God came and said, this year shall still end in praise for you. In the name of Jesus, this year shall see end in praise for you. In the name of Jesus. So, what we want to go through today is look at um, some examples of how God has come through for different people. And as I go through these stories, uh, some of them I will to read them out. Some of them I will not read them. I'll just tell you the background story. But I'll call a prayer point on that. I'll just make some declaration, and then we'll get to the psalm that I really want us to pray. I will have some prayers on the screen that you can just repeat, or you can pray them your own way, and I will then break bread and trust God that this year shall end in praise for all of us in the name of Jesus. So I believe you can all hear me because I'm using my headset. Just hope you can hear me all right. So I'm not speaking to myself. Can you hear me? Just send some chat in the group. I will know that you are you can hear me all right. Yeah. I can hear you. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Praise God. Praise God. Now we we um there was a story in the book of Acts chapter 12, verses verses 1 to 18 that was quite profound. Um the Bible recorded a story where uh, Apostle Peter was thrown into prison and Peter was about to be executed uh, the next day and the church began to pray for Peter. And the Bible says that an angel of the Lord came to deliver Peter. I think I got this, the, the text here uh, at the bottom here. The Bible says the king, Herod, arrested some people who belonged to the church intending to persecute them. He had James, the brother of John, put to death with a sword. When he saw that this met with the people's approval, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the festival of unleavened bread. After arresting him, he put him in prison, handing him over to be guarded by four scores of four soldiers each. Look at that. This guy, Peter, was being guarded by four squads of four soldiers each. So essentially, he's got 16 people, right, guarding him. Herod intended to bring me out for public trial after the Passover. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. 
that the night before Hero was to bring him to trial, just at the 99th hour, as it were, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and sentries to guard at the entrance. Remember, there are 16 people that's been sent to guard him. So he had two people standing beside him. He must have had other guards, you know, at the entrance and everywhere, just to make sure that this guy doesn't run away, right? Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light showed in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up, saying, Quick, get up, he said, and the chains fell off Peter's wrist. The chains fell off because the angel of the Lord touched him and said, Come on, get up. That is the power of God. Then the angel said to him, Put on your clothes and sandals. And Peter did so. Wrap your cloak around you and follow me. The angel told him. Peter followed him out of the prison. But he had no idea that that he had no idea that what the angel was doing was really happening. He thought he was seeing a vision. In the book of Psalm 1, it says, the Bible says, when the Lord turns the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. We were like them that dream. Which means when you are, when you, what God wants to do for the rest of this year for you will be like you are dreaming. Will be like you are dreaming. You look at how did this happen? Bible essentially says, Peter was like, what's going on here? He thought he was seeing a vision. They passed the first and second guards and came to the iron gate leading to the city. It opened for them by itself. The, the gates opened. The, 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 the iron gates, not gates, the iron gate leading to the city opened by itself. I pray for you, Jesus, that God will open some doors for you that will not be by your effort in the name of Jesus. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. In this month that God has said is a month where we shall end this year in praise, that God Almighty himself will open some doors for you by, its, by his miraculous power, that it will not be by your effort in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says it's not by power or by might, but by the Spirit of the Lord. Pray that shall be your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. So the Bible says that they passed the first and second guards and came to the iron gates leading to the city. He opened for them by itself and they went through it. When they had walked the length of one street, suddenly the angel left him. The angel left him when it was safe for him to be left alone. Then Peter then came to himself and said, Now I know without a doubt that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from Herod's clutches and from everything the Jewish people were hoping to were hoping would happen. May the God who delivers, may the God who delivers deliver you this month from any plan of the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May God deliver you from the, 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 the noisome pestilence. May God deliver you from that the enemy may have planned for you in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you that your going out and your coming in shall be guarded and blessed by the almighty God himself. When this had dawned on him, on the miracle that he had received from the he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, also called Mark, where many people had gathered and were praying. Peter knocked at the outer entrance, and a servant named Rhoda, a servant named Rhoda, came to answer the door, and when recognized Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed. She ran back without opening it and exclaimed, Peter is at the door. You are out of your mind. You are out of your mind, they told her. When she kept insisting that it was so, they said, it must be his angel. But Peter kept on knocking. And when they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. Peter motioned with his hand for them to be quiet and described how the Lord brought him out of prison. Tell James and the other brothers and sisters about this, he said. And then he left them for another place. Praise God forevermore praise god forevermore hallelujah so we see here that that god did something in the life of peter that was uh, a strong deliverance by the hand of an angel the prayer is that god will cause deliverance for you as well in this month 
in the name of Jesus Christ through some supernatural means in the mighty name of Jesus. So Peter got delivered miraculously from prison. Acts chapter 12, verses 1 to 18, if you're taking note. So the first point I have here is, may God surprise you before the end of this year. May God surprise you before the end of this year. May God surprise you before the end of this year. May God surprise you before the end of this year. In the name of Jesus Christ, may people around you be astonished at what God will do for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May people around you be astonished by what God will do for you in the name of Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hope you can still hear me because my, my screen seems to have frozen. Uh, if you can just hear me, let me know that you can, at least you can hear me. Sorry? You can hear me, right? Yes. Fantastic. Yes. So you might not see me, but at least you can hear me. That's good. Right. Now, now the other, the other point I want to call out is the deliverance of the children of Israel as they were being delivered from the Red Sea. You all know this popular story. The story goes thus that Pharaoh had held the children of Israel bound in prison, uh, in, in, in slavery, and they had been there for over 400 years. They were being subjected to uh, the whims of the taskmasters. You know, some children even there were born into slavery. All they had known all their lives, you know, was a life of slavery. They didn't know anything beyond that. And God said, it is time for me to deliver these people. And then what happened? By, by a mighty hand, God delivered them. God, through the hands of Moses, brought them out by a mighty hand, and God gave them a large substance. So the things that they had they had been working for for years, God caused, a, 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 you know, an exchange, as it were, where they got things back for themselves. Now, they began to go. Then they got to a place called the Red Sea, where they had the Red Sea in front of them, and then they they had they had the the approaching army armies of, of Pharaoh behind them. They were in the pickle, as it were. Then God, what happened? The Lord told Moses and said, Moses, you raise up the, the rod. All right, can you hear me now? Hey, yes, we can now. Okay, okay, it's my laptop disconnected out, so I'm on, I'm, I'm on the phone, I'll connect again. So the Bible said in Exodus chapter 17, verse 31, that when the Israelites saw the mighty hand of the Lord displayed against the Egyptians, the people feared the Lord and put their trust in him and in Moses his servant. The prayer for you today by the power of the Holy Ghost, that may God's mighty hand be displayed over your life in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you by the power of the Holy Ghost, that even in this month, may God's mighty hand be displayed over your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that everyone that sees you will see that God is at work in your life. It's not going to be by power. It's not going to be by might. It's not going to be by your effort, but by the power and the spirit of the Most High God working on your behalf in the name of Jesus Christ. And this year shall end in praise for you in Jesus' name. Another point we want to raise is, is in the birth of Isaac. The Bible speak about, spoke about Isaac was Sarah's, Sarah's child. Isaac, however, was a child of promise. It has been many, many, um, for many um, years, God had promised Abraham that he was going to, uh, that Abraham was going to give birth to a child of promise. His name was going to be called Isaac. But for years, nothing happened. Then the Bible says something that at a point in time, in Genesis chapter 21, verse one, one, verses 1 to 7, that God brought the, 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 the promise to pass in the life of, in the life of um, 
Sarah and and Moses, so and and Isaac and Abraham rather. So let me read that for you. Just about one verse, verses one to seven. The Bible says, "Now the Lord was gracious to Sarah." The word gracious means the grace of God was what make, made it happen. The Lord was gracious to Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age. At the very time God had promised him, Abraham gave the name Isaac to the son Sarah bore him. When his son Isaac was eight years old, Abraham circumcised him as God commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, now listen to what Sarah said. Sarah said, said, God has brought me laughter, and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. Verse 7, and she added, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would not children, yet I have borne him a son in his old age. In my notes that I have here, I said, may God cause your life to be filled with laughter and joy in the name of Jesus. May God cause your life to be filled with laughter and joy in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If you don't mind, I want you to just turn that into your own personal prayer. Begin to say, Father, oh Lord, in this month, I thank you that my life, my life is filled with laughter and joy in the name of Jesus Christ so that people will come to celebrate God with me in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you Almighty God that in the month of December my life, Almighty God will be resplendent with the joy and the goodness of God, with the laughter of God. My life will be filled with the laughter and joy of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. The same way Sarah brought forth a child called Isaac so Almighty God shall my life be filled with the laughter of God in the name of Jesus Christ. I shall laugh i shall be joyful in the name of jesus christ thank you almighty god in jesus name we pray amen another point we want to raise is about the woman with the issue of blood the woman with the issue of blood now this is a story that we all really will understand very well now the, the man with the issue of the woman with the issue of blood uh, had a, a, a challenge she has she has had this issue for many years and there was no solution but something happened the bible said that when she heard about what jesus christ in, is doing in the in the in the in the community she made a decision and said that she would touch the hem of his garment that she would touch the hem of the garment of Jesus. That's what she said. Now, the Bible says that when she touched the hem of the garment of Jesus Christ, immediately what happened? The Bible says she became whole. And Jesus Christ said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. Now, I've got a, a, a prayer point here that I said, may the healing touch of God touch your body in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, you, I don't know who, who, who is here, who might be needing a touch, who might be needing a touch of maybe healing power of God. It might be in your bones. It might be in your muscles and sinews. It might be in your heart. It might be in your ankle. It might be any part of your body. I want you to begin to trust that God will be cause healing to flow to you in the name of Jesus Christ. That as we break bread and share the 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 the, the wine representing the blood of Jesus Christ, that that blood that has brought healing, that has purchased your healing, will cause healing to manifest in your body even this month in the name of Jesus Christ. That those things that you have believed God for for many years, that there shall be a deliverance because the Lord has said this year shall end in praise for you in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you that the, that the healing touch of Jehovah will touch you right now. That the blood of Jesus will touch you right now. That there will be transformation happening in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Now we'll go into another point. Is the, the story of Jabez. There is a man, there was a man named Jabez in the Bible. The Bible calls this part the prayer of Jabez. The prayer of Jabez is recorded in the book of First Chronicles, Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 to 10. First Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 to 10. Let's go there. First Chronicles chapter 4. Chapter 4, verses 9 to 10. So, the Bible speaks about a guy called Jabez. The Bible says Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez because the, the mother said, I gave birth to him in pain. But verse 10 says, Jabez cried out to God, the God of Israel. 
Oh, that you will bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. Now we see here as well that it does not matter really where how how you were born the family you were born into what 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 was what you brought with you when you came here that god is able to change your story it doesn't matter the fact that you were born into a particular family or you were born with a particular uh, maybe uh, symptom or whatever in your body that god is able to change your story that god is able to change your story no that it doesn't matter what it is that somebody may have told you it is not possible somebody may have told you oh that is the way it has always been that God is able to change your story in the name of Jesus Christ. So I have a prayer point that I put here. I said, may God bless you. May God enlarge you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May the hand of the Lord rest upon you. May God keep you from from evil and from harm so that you'll be free from pain in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I decree and I declare over someone this afternoon that the power of the most high God will transform your life. That the story of your life will change for good in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That do that how your life started will not be how your life will end. That your life will continue to get progressively better in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you and I pray for myself that as we enter into this month and as we move into the new year, that transformation like we have never seen before will begin to happen not just in our bodies but in our minds, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that in every area of life whether it is spiritual or physical or, 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 or in the area of the mind, that God will cause transformation to happen to us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that those who know us right there this year when they come back and see us a year from today, they will see such transformation they will not believe it, they will give glory to God. I pray for you that this year shall end in praise. I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ, even right now, there will be changes happening in your life. God will begin to rearrange the foundation of your life in the name of Jesus Christ so that you begin to be lined up in the right direction, in the pathway that you should go. I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ that the Lord God Almighty will cause his hands to rest upon you mightily. The Bible talks about Elijah, that Elijah outrunned the chariot of, 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 of Ahab onto the entrance of Jesri. Why? Because the Bible says, and the hand of the Lord was upon Elijah. When the hand of the Lord is upon you, you receive fast track in life. I pray for you that the God who fast tracks people will fast track you in the name of Jesus Christ. That when people say things take five years to achieve, you are going to achieve them in two years. Why? Because the hand of the Lord is upon you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Lord who heard the prayer of Jabez is the same God who is still alive. Who, who is still alive and who is your father? in the name of Jesus Christ. The last one we want to take here before we go into proper prayer is the victory over enemy through destiny help us. There was a story that we found in the book of Exodus chapter 17 in verses 8 to 13. The Bible speaks about this story about a man named Moses and a man named Joshua, a man named Hor uh, and Aaron. The Bible speaks about the fact that they were having this battle with the people called Amalekite. Now, the Amalekites were coming against the children of Israel, and they had a battle. And in this battle, what happened was, Joshua was the man in the front floor. He was, he was the leader of the soldiers fighting against the Amalekites. Now, Moses was standing upon a hill. Now, Moses had this rod of God, this same rod that was used to part the Red Sea. He had it in his hand. When Moses raises up the rod onto the sky, the Bible says the children of Israel prevailed in that battle. But after the why, the hand of Moses, be, 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 of Moses became weak and Moses had began to drop. So essentially when the hands drop a bit, the, which means that the rod is, was not being lifted up, what would happen is that the enemy began to prevail over them. So now these guys called Aaron and all devised a means and said, since our victory lies in this rod that is lifted up in the sky and Moses is getting tired as a human being. Now why 
don't we just you know what hold one person hold his hand on the left another person hold his hand on the on the on the right and therefore you know the hand of moses can stay throughout the day and that's what they did so they held up the hands of moses so that moses was able to lift up his hand throughout the day and joshua prevailed in that battle now what can we learn from that it means that as a human being at times at times you know you if you have if you have put your hope and trust in the in the in a human being you know that person's strength might fail because that is a human being but you know if your trust is in god god is able to raise people that are not even your family members god is able to raise people that are so far from where you are to send help to you so the prayer i have for you here is this that god will send your destiny helpers to you may god send your destiny helpers to you may they locate you where you are in the mighty name of Jesus christ that you will walk into them. They will walk into you. There will be a synchrony between the two of you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that God will send your destiny helpers to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. They might not be people from your family. The Lord will send them to you in, so that you can receive accelerated victory in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I, I pray for you that you are an overcomer. I declare over you that you are an overcomer, that you are an overcomer. If you can say with me, say I am an overcomer in the name of Jesus. I always overcome and I always win by the power of the spoken word of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Now, over the next five minutes, I want to step through the main prayer for the service. After I finish this prayer, we will then break the bread and then we'll do final prayer, and then we can round up. Now, we are going to be looking at Psalm 126. God has said, this year shall end in praise for you. This year shall end in praise for you. I want to say we have chosen a few examples in the Bible to show how God has delivered people, how God has given somebody who doesn't have a child a child, how God has healed somebody of diseases, how God has transformed somebody's life to be much more honorable, how God has give, sent destiny helpers to somebody. We've looked at these scriptures, and somebody might think, oh, these are so far-fetched, they are just in the Bible, they are of, of years gone by, it doesn't matter, and you might think, oh, this might not happen for me. Let me tell you, we have some some family friends some years back they were believing god for uh, for a child for years and years and years we kept praying we kept praying but the day that god will do it it was just done by god just like that which means that god is no respecter of person somebody might be believing god for a child and the child hasn't shown up, shown up yet but one day like that, God will just come through. So you might be here, you might be believing God for a child. God is able to give you a child. Why? Because God has done it for other people in this world, even in our own time and age, and therefore God is a respecter of person. God is able to do it for you. You might be believing God for a job. I know a friend of mine some years back who had very very bad credit history, and therefore he did, uh, uh, normally you, you should not get a job in a bank, because the bank, when they, when they give you a job, they will go and run your credit, ch credit check. If your credit check uh, credit uh, file, um, profile is bad they will say they can't give you a job because you you're not you, you don't have a good credit and this guy when he was going to go for this job i think it was for jp morgan and he gave him the job and he was meant to do background check for him and guess what happened the person was meant to initiate his background check by the time this guy was about to resume his you know traveled uh, went on holiday and then he didn't hand over the stuff to somebody else when he got there that day they couldn't find anything in his file they just asked him please Go come up, say, and just come and walk. And that's how the guy walked there. They never went back to go and do a credit file check. And that, again, is the power of God. What I'm trying to say to you this afternoon is this. I want your faith to rise up, to believe that God is able to do impossible. That what we read in the Bible is not meant for the Bible age alone. The Bible says that the things that had happened in the past, that were recorded in the Bible, happened and were recorded for, all, for our own advantage, so that we can, through the comfort 
of scriptures, we might have hope. The Bible essentially says, when we read the Bible, how God came to for these people. The reason why God recorded them in the Bible is so that we can, through the comfort of the scriptures we have read, we might also have hope for our own lives. So as we begin to do, run through this prayer, I want your heart to be opened as we step through it. Psalm 126, verse 1. The Bible says, when the Lord brought back the captives, they will, will return to Zion. We were like those who dream. You know, this is the one I said earlier, that when the Lord turns the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. When God turned things around for you, it will be like a dream in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. When God turns things around for you, things that seem to be frustrating you right now, you don't seem to find a way out. You said, okay, we are done January to December. I can't seem to see anything. And God is saying to you, when I do this for you, it will be like you are dreaming. So the first prayer is this. Is, is this. Say, Father, I thank you that absolute massive turnaround will happen in my life before the end of this year. I'll say that again. Father, I thank you that absolute and massive turnaround will happen in my life before the end of this year in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, do a great thing. Father, do a new thing in my life that will be so unreal as to warrant massive praise in the name of Jesus. Lord, I will thank you this afternoon. We declare all of our faith. I'm, I'm bold in it to get somebody to say properly. Father, I thank you, Almighty God, that you are going to do an absolute and a wonderfully massive turnaround in my life in the name of Jesus Christ, even before the end of this year. I thank you, O Lord, that you are doing a great thing, that you are doing a massive new thing, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, so that this thing that you are going to do, it will be so unreal, so unreal. It will be like I am dreaming in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, so much so that it will warrant massive praise to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for answered prayers. Lord, we give you praise. In Jesus' name, we pray. So when God has done this turnaround for you, the Bible says in verse 2, then were our mouths filled with laughter and our tongues with singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. I love that. The Lord has done great things for them. Imagine the things that God will do for you that other people, maybe your neighbors and your family and family and friends, they come around and say, wow, look at what God has done for David. Look at what God has done for so, so and so. That is the prayer. That is what this prayer is saying. That when God said, this year shall end in praise, God wants you to believe that he will do what? Great and wonderful things for you. The second prayer is, Father, this year, my mouth shall be filled with laughter and my tongue with singing. Let's say that again. Father, this year, my tongue, my mouth, sorry, shall be filled with laughter and my tongue with singing in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray for your children and I pray for myself that this year, for the remaining number of days left in this year, may our mouth, Lord, be filled with laughter. May our tongues, Father, Lord, be filled with singing in the name of Jesus Christ. May we eulogize the name of the Lord. May we praise your name in the name of Jesus Christ for the great things which you have done and which you are still going to do in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name we pray. The second prayer here says, I declare that the Lord has done great things for me. We'll say that again. I declare that the Lord has done great things for me. And they say, the Lord is doing great things for me. <laughs> and they say, the Lord will still do great things for me. Okay, so you can see those three prayers. The Lord has done the Lord is doing, the Lord will do great things for me. So let's say that again. I declare that the Lord has done great things for me. The Lord is doing great things for me. The Lord will still do great things for me. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Verse 3 says, the Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. The Lord has done great things for us. We are are glad. So this one, we are thanking God in advance. We are saying, Father, thank you in advance for the great things 
that you have done for me. This one you are praying. Now, the way to pray this prayer is to begin to visualize the good things you want, even before the end of this year, and step into it and begin to thank God from that place. Say, Father, thank you in advance for the great things that you have done for me. And as you close your eyes, as you visualize those great things, let your heart be filled with gratitude for the answer to prayers. Lord, this evening, oh Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for answer to prayers. Thank you that you have done great things for me. Thank you that you have done great things for your children. Thank you that you have come through for us. Thank you that you have helped us. Thank you that you have delivered us. Thank you that you have supported us. Thank you that you have preserved us. Thank you that you have provided for us. Thank you that you have protected us. Lord, we thank you, Almighty God, our going out is blessed and our coming back is blessed. Lord, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Verse 4, the Bible says, Turn to freedom our captivity and restore our fortunes. He's talking of what? Turn around. He's talking of transformation. Oh Lord, as the streams in the south are restored by the torrents, are the streams in the south are restored by the torrent. So God essentially is saying here, the prayer here is restoration all around shall happen all over your life. So I want you to say, I decree that restoration is happening all over my life. I decree that restoration is happening all over my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for restoration. The Lord is restoring dreams now. The Lord is restoring vision now. The Lord is restoring purposes now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Father, I thank you, Almighty God, that you are the God of restoration. Thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, that you are restoring vision. You are restoring lost dreams and lost vision and lost purpose and lost goals, lost pathways in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you, Lord, for turn around. Thank you for restoration in the name of Jesus Christ. Say with me, I am in a season where my fortunes are turned around for good in the name of Jesus Christ I am in a season where my fortunes are turning around for better in the mighty name of Jesus Christ Father we thank you Almighty God you are the God of all turnaround Lord therefore we thank you Heavenly Father that you are you are turning things around for me you have turned things around for me you will yet still turn things around for me in the mighty name of Jesus thank you Almighty God in Jesus name we pray Verse 5, the Bible says, They who sow in tears shall reap in joy and singing. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy and singing. Now, I want you to look at this scripture. This scripture talks about there is a time to sow and a time to reap, which was what we covered in, 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 in church this morning about, you know, you know the, the time, the harvest that as long as the earth remains, Seed time and harvest shall not cease. So here he says, those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. You might be here today, you have sown in tears. You may have sown in tears in your business. You may have sown in tears over your children. You may have sown in tears over your career. You may have spent time building yourself up. You know, ten spends of time doing, doing, reading your books and studying everything. The Bible says there is a time to reap. But when you are reaping, you shall reap in joy and singing. I love that. I love that. God essentially saying your effort will not be wasted. Your effort will be, will be wasted. So all the effort you have put forward over your business, over your career, over your family, over your children, over your own self, over your own personal development, God is essentially saying to you, it shall not be wasted. All of this effort will not be wasted. So here, I want you to begin to say, Father, strengthen my hands to sow when I need to sow and to walk when I need to walk. I'll stop there for a moment. I want to pray that prayer. Father, strengthen my hands to sow when I need to sow and to walk when I need to walk. You know what we are praying here is that Father God to help you to do the right thing at the right time, to be able to keep moving forward. You know, at times we get tired because you know, you are, you are just imagine you're putting effort in, into something and you're not seeing the immediate result. It is the natural thing is for you to give up and say, oh, nothing is working here. And I pray for you, the Lord will strengthen your hand. You know, David said, by my God, I can run to a troop. By my my God, I can escape faces. He's talking about the help of the Holy Ghost. The help of God is what enables him, enabled him to be able to scale faces 
You need to win war. So I want you to pray to say, Lord, I receive help. I receive massive help from the Holy Spirit. I receive massive help, Almighty God, from God Almighty. I receive massive help from you, Lord Almighty God. So you will strengthen me, strengthen in my resolve, strengthen in, strengthen in my in my mind, strengthen my hands, Almighty God. Strengthen me in every area of my life so that I will do what I have to do in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I will walk when I need to walk and I will sow when I need to sow in the name of Jesus Christ. Because your the Bible says, seed time and harvest shall not cease in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for helping me. Lord, we give you praise. In Jesus' name, we pray. The second part here says, say, say with me, I thank you that abundance now permeates my path. Abundance now permeates my path. Abundance now permeates my path. Lord, I thank you that abundance in every area of life now permeates my path. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Almighty God, for you are the God of abundance and your abundance now permeates my path in the name of Jesus Christ. Say with me, I'm joyful. And I sing praises to your name. I am joyful today in the name of Jesus Christ. And I sing praises even to your holy name in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Verse 6, which is the last verse. The Bible says, He who goes forth bearing seed and weeping. Why? At needing his precious supply of grain for sowing. So this person is a time to sow. Maybe the person has only a few seeds to sow, but the person is taking it as going, still going ahead to sow anyway, because the person believes in this in the in the in the process of seed time and harvest. The Bible says this person shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his shears with him. This scripture is so beautiful. Essentially, it's saying it's talking you, it's giving you a guarantee that as long as you have the seed to sow. That as you are sowing that seed, there is going to be a time when the harvest will come. Say with me, it's my season of harvesting. It is my season of harvesting. I am fruitful and I'm productive in the name of Jesus. All is well with me. All is well with me. All is well with me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. It is my season of harvesting in the name of Jesus Christ. I am fruitful. I am productive in the name of Jesus Christ. All is well with me in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. 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 So now we got nine minutes left. I want to go through the communion. The Bible says in First Corinthians chapter eleven, verses twenty-three to twenty-six. This communion. Just remember that when we break bread and we partake of the wine, the bread represents the body of Jesus Christ. The wine, the blood of Jesus Christ. Now the Bible says, "We that we were once afar off." Book of Ephesians chapter two. We that we were once afar off have not been brought close by the blood of Jesus Christ. There was a time when we were once far off, but now we are never far off from God. We have been joined together with Christ in, in the heavenly places. We have been joined together with Christ, rather. And therefore, God, God is in Christ, and we are in Christ. Therefore, which means God lives on the inside of us. We are together, joined together with God Almighty. So now, when we partake of this communion, we are reminding ourselves of our union, our indissoluble union with the Lord Jesus. And therefore, what God does did for Jesus, it does for us. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 20 to 26. Apostle Paul was writing this. He says, For I received from the Lord Himself, I received from the Lord God Himself that, that which I am now passing on to you. It was given to me personally that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was treacherously betrayed or delivered, he and why his betrayal was in progress, he took the bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take it. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this to call me to remembrance. When we take off the body of Jesus Christ, we are reminding of ourse ourselves, we are reminding ourselves what that body meant for us. This body was broken so that yours don't have to be broken. This body was broken so that healing can come to you. The body was broken so that restoration can come to you. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we partake of this bread this evening, and we thank you, Almighty God, that the body of Jesus was broken for us. Father, we remember the meaning of that, of that sacrifice, and therefore we thank you, Almighty God, that our sins are forgiven, that we stand holy and blameless before a righteous God. We thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, we give you praise. In Jesus' name, we pray. You can take the bread. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Verse 25. Similarly, when supper was ended, he took the cup also, saying, This cup is a new covenant ratified and established in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it to call me again to remembrance, affectionately, affectionately to remembrance. For every time you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you are representing and signifying and proclaiming the fact of the lost death until it comes. What this session is saying is anytime we partake of this, we are reminding ourselves about the death, the burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are reminding ourselves, ourselves of the finished work of Jesus Christ. We are reminding ourselves that we belong in a new covenant. The blood ratifies the new covenant. We are not under the old covenant. We are in the new covenant. So because of the blood of Jesus Christ, we are completely being made holy and righteous before God. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you all, mighty God, for the victory that was won at Calvary's Hill of which we have partaken of it. We are partakers of it. And Lord, we thank you all, mighty God, that even tonight as we take your this wine, representing the blood of Jesus Christ, we remember that blood is a token of the covenant. The blood reminds us that we belong in the new covenant. Lord, therefore, I thank you, O Lord, that your blood still speaks for us. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, O Lord, for your healing power, touching your people right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, as you drink this one, Almighty God, I decree and I declare perfect healing, perfect deliverance, perfect transformation. In the name of Jesus Christ, we declare that the blood speaks over your children, commanding restoration. In the name of Jesus Christ, everything that has been delayed, every blessing that has been delayed, we declare, oh God, let that be a fast track. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name, we pray. You can take the wine. Hallelujah. 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 Labra Sitaliba Sintali Brokonteli Brakada Hindelebo Suntalia. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Almighty God, that this month shall end in praise. This year shall end in praise. Just like this person described in, in the book of Psalm 186, who took the seed to go and sow. Father, I pray for everyone here that they have seeds to sow in the area of their lives where they need a harvest in the name of Jesus. For everyone here who needs a harvest in any area of their lives, Father, I thank you, Lord, that you have given to them seeds to sow in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Almighty God, that by your supernatural means, O oh God, their harvest will be far, far more than their, than what they have sown in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you, Almighty God, that this year, 2023 of December, will end in praise for all of us. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you, Almighty God, though your word will not return to you void, but your word will prosper in that which we have sent your word. I thank you, Lord, as we leave here, we are going to run, oh Lord, into destiny helpers. As we leave here, transformation will happen. As we leave here, we are going to encounter your grace in new dimensions. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray for my brothers and I pray for my sisters. I pray for those who are even going to listen to this replay later, that Almighty God, they will have the same encounter in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ prayed when he was about to leave. He said, I pray for these ones, but not for these ones alone, but those who would through their message believe in me. So essentially he was praying prayers, not just for the disciples that were with him, but for those of us who will come later, believing what was said. Lord, I pray for everyone who is here present, and those who are going to listen to this message later, that Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the same anointing present here that is at work in each of our lives, she calls it a change and a transformation. Lord, oh Lord, Father, we, they will encounter the same in the name of Jesus Christ, that the Holy Ghost 
we walk in our lives a new thing in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, cause a transformation and a turnaround so so profound that Almighty God, praise will go to your name. The Bible says, when you turn the captivity of Zion, we will identify that dream. Lord, this month, Lord, we are so expectant of transformation that will be like a dream, a good transformation, because we know that the plans that you have for us, that are plans of good, not of evil. Lord, therefore, I thank you for my brothers and I thank you for my sisters that they will experience transformation this month. Lord, that will cause them to feel like they are in dreaming because it will be so wonderful. Thank you all, Marigold. We call forth resources from the north, south, west, and east to attend to them. In the name of Jesus Christ, we declare destiny helpers coming to them speedily. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we declare some of them will even get new men new people that will come into their life to help them up, to lift up their hands in Jesus' name. I pray, Father Almighty God, that this month shall end in praise. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for your preservation. Thank you for your help, Almighty God. Father, we thank you. Father, we give you praise. As we live here, Father, we trust that your presence is always with us, as your word has said. We trust, Almighty God, that your wisdom will guide us. Oh, may we be guided by the wisdom that created the universe. May we be guided by the wisdom that set the boundaries of the ocean. May we be guided by the wisdom of God Almighty so that we know to do the right thing at the right time to get the right results in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. Lord, we are so expectant for what you are going to do this month. Thank you so much, Almighty God. We thank you, O oh God, that we in Christ, there is no lack. In Christ, there is no limitation. Lord, therefore, because we are in Christ, Lord, we decree and declare we don't function according to the dictates of this world. We don't function according to the plans of this world. We don't function according to the whims of this world. We don't function according to the demands of this world. Lord, we are in this world, but we are not of this world. Lord, therefore, help us, O oh Lord, to have a paradigm shift as a people, to approach life, Lord, with the mindset of victors. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Almighty God. Lord, glorify yourself, edify your people. Thank you for everything you've done. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Please say with me, I'm at the right place. I'm at the right place. At the right time. At the right, at the right time. time. Doing the right things. Doing, Doing the, right the right things. With the right people. With, with the, the right, right people. people. And achieving amazing results. And, and achieving amazing results. results. Because the Spirit of the Lord... Because the Spirit of the Lord leads and guides me. Leads and guides me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and goodness all the days of our lives, and we dwell in the house of the Lord Amen. Then, please be expectant of testimonies in the name of Jesus, the Lord, great things for you. In the name of God bless Amen. Amen. Happy New Month, everyone. Take care. Bye. Bye.